The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the ECU Players Lounge Edition. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU safety DJ Ford, wide receiver CJ Johnson, and quarterback Holt Naylor's. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. All right, joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios, ECU Safety DJ Four DJ, welcome in. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Appreciate your time today. And uh, DJ, I know you got banged up Saturday night in the game against UCF. So, first question: How you feeling today? I'm feeling much better today. Yes, sir. Good um, to hear. Good to hear. Glad to be here. Frustrating uh, loss for the team, man. I said it as we're coming back on. You know, you're you're right there with a an opportunity to win at the game. The results don't go your way, but. You know, how, how proud were you of the effort of uh, yourself, your teammates, for really holding down UCF for a lot of the night there in Orlando on Saturday? Yeah, um, it's definitely a heartbreaker. It's never fun to lose. Um, nobody plays the game to lose, obviously. But um, like you said, I am very proud of uh, the guys on the team, both sides of the ball. Like, we fought hard till the end, you know what I'm saying? They just made a few more plays in the clutch than we did towards the end of the game. So... We got to um, lock back in, find a way to play better. Um, we can never be perfect, but that's what we strive for. So got to find ways that we can improve um, over this bye week and uh, get back to it. And uh, you guys did a good job the other night facing uh, a quarterback that did not have a lot of experience. And I know talking to you off the air, a lot of that was, you know, you, you're you're bringing the blitz like Blake Carroll loves to do. But at times you were trying to disguise what you do. That held him to 194 passing yards and an interception. So looks like you guys, uh, for the most part, had a great plan the other night going into that game. Uh, yes, sir. Um, our coaches definitely schemed them up and uh, had some things that we had worked on. And um, they for sure... Uh, came to fruition in the game. So, DJ, how much do you enjoy uh, playing front? Uh, you've got to play some good games here at Daddy Ficklin Stadium with the crowd. How about a road environment like that? that pro- that's probably the loudest one you'll see all year. How much does that hype you guys up? Oh, it hypes us up a lot. It's so fun, um, especially uh, before the game, you know, when we come out and warm up and then we go back in for a few minutes. Um, a lot of the fans are, you know, screaming out different names, different jersey numbers, like, <laughs> hey, you know, blah, 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 like, we're going to kill you, blah, 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 like, you guys aren't ready, all this and all that kind of stuff. And we try not to get involved with that, but that kind of stuff does get you juiced up and ready for the game. And, you know, obviously you don't get that kind of thing from a home game. So so the, the what they want is for you to turn around and acknowledge them. How much do you do that, DJ, and how much do you just send your back to them, ignore it? Well, um, pregame, I always acknowledge them, but I don't say anything. I just look at them and smile. Or I kind of <laughs> give them a little wave or something, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Let them know that I hear them, but like, I don't feed into the, all the extra stuff. Yeah, you, you got to uh, to keep. That's what fans are are trying to do, get in your heads, things like that. But uh, as Jonathan said a moment ago, he was at the game. Uh, your team was able to take the crowd out of the game for a lot of that game. By the way, you played. Oh yes, sir. Um, I was kind of disappointed in the sense you know, it, it wasn't very loud. <laughs> okay, all that. Uh, most of the game, you know. Unfortunately, um, got loud there at the end. As, yeah, it, did. Uh, it as definitely did at the end. They so. were able to come out with a victory. DJ, when you go as a player, 
I'm sure you go into every game saying we're going to win this football game. Oh yes, sir. And then you're out there on the field with those guys. It's whatever three to three, or you guys take the lead in the third quarter. You, at that point, confidence has got to be at an all time high. So, what's that feeling like when you're on the field taking on a team that I don't know if you know they're a ten point favorite. I don't know if you know the history that how bad they've beaten East Carolina. But at that moment Saturday night, you're thinking we're better than these guys. Yeah, um, I didn't know that we were a 10-point underdog or anything like that. I don't get into all that stuff uh, pregame, like I said. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, for sure, anytime you take the lead and things like that, your confidence goes up. And um, my confidence was always up, believe it or not, all the way through the game up until the end. You know what I'm saying? Even in the end, I thought we were going to find a way to pull it off. So, I don't know, you know. But uh, react, uh, handling wins has been a, a question around here. We talked to – I don't think we talked to you that week after the Charleston Southern game, but Xavier, uh, Rajay Sneed, you know, Holden all said that, you know, we, we got to all buy in every week and focus every week, and maybe you guys didn't do that heading into Charleston Southern. You certainly did it the two-lane week. We saw that on the field. So now you, you've had to you've learned how to handle success. You've also learned how to bounce back from tough losses. You did it after the South Carolina loss when you went to Marshall and won. So it seems like win or lose now, you guys kind of understand what it is each week that you got to reset, refocus. You've probably always had that mindset as a veteran, but are, are the younger guys on the team starting to learn that? Um, yes, sir, for sure. You can tell it um, just from the vibes in the locker room and even through um, – some of the things that are vocalized, you know what I'm saying, talking to the guys and things like that, uh, we're in a point at a point where we're transitioning from uh, I hope we win this game to we're expecting to win every game, you right. know what I'm saying? So guys are confident. We believe in each other. We believe in us as a team. Uh, we just got to make it happen. So What's uh, what's the most important thing to accomplish this bye week? Uh, we'll start just with you personally. What do you want to focus on during the off week? Um, during the off week, uh, definitely taking care of our bodies and things like that because it's a long season, obviously. And um, uh, refocusing in on some of the details that can be lost in uh, in daily, week-to-week activities and things of that nature. And then also um, bringing along some of the younger guys. This is a good time for them to get some reps and things like that to, uh, you know what I'm saying, build some depth for the future. That's right. Is there some kind of, is there a scrimmage, like a uh, where the young guys get to play this week? Yes, like sir. That? That'll be later in the week. Yeah. Uh, DJ Ford joining us. DJ, this is it's more of a Blake Carroll question, I guess, but you've been around a while, uh, both at North Carolina, and, and this will be your first bye week here, obviously. But during the bye week, do you – is it more about fine-tuning what you've already learned as a defense, or do you add new wrinkles? It, or is it a little bit of both? What do you um, it could be a little bit of both. Um, I'm not sure exactly what Coach Harrell has planned. Uh, we'll see as the week goes on. But um, for sure, redialing in, like I said, and um, focusing up on some of the details that can be lost on a day-to-day basis. So, DJ, it's a, uh, it's a long day for us here on Saturdays. We do a four-hour pregame show and then host the post-game show, which can go three or so hours. So it's an all-day deal. <laughs> so I'm excited, although my wife's already told me a few things I have to do. Yes, but I'm going to get take yeah. care of that stuff. And I'm going to watch football all day Saturday. That's my that's heaven for me. How about for you on Saturday? Are you, as a football player, are you going to be locked in? Or are you finding anything else but football to do? Oh, no, 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 no. no. I love the game. <laughs> uh, I'm much like you. I'm like... A kid on Christmas, uh, wake up on Saturday. I can't wait for 12 o'clock. You know what I'm yep. saying? I'm ready to watch the first game, and I'm, a commercial break comes on. I'm flipping back and forth between two or three different games. I'm trying to watch as much football as I can. So that'll definitely be a treat. 
What, at what point, and I'm sure you look at a little bit of Houston every single day, right, as you get ready for the Cougars, but yes, do you lock in on them this week? Is it more introspective this week and then Houston next week, or is it it's all about Houston these next two weeks? Um, I think we'll for sure be uh, locking in on Houston because they're the next opponent, but I think we'll also take some time to look ahead at a couple of the other games later in the year, and I, I know I'd already peaked ahead at Houston a couple weeks back, so like things like that will um, – for sure be looking ahead but also focusing in on houston when's the last time you have practiced or discussed as a team navy you know that option offense is something you only see once a year yes sir how when like how often do you guys bring that up uh we've actually uh been practicing that still oh, up to this so point. you do a little bit of that yes sir yeah. yes sir uh, have you faced uh did you face an option team at carolina um we used to play georgia tech oh so yeah, georgia tech right. just kind of entered that transitioning when out paul of that johnson type of left yeah offense yeah but they used to do that every year so it's not fun is it? it's not the most <laughs> ideal situation <though. laughs> not a, yeah you defensive guys hate that stuff and for <laughs> yes, good sir. reason so we'll talk about that when we get there we got uh, some more games to to play you've got houston on the road that's a four o'clock kickoff and then a uh, thursday night or how excited are you to to be at home on a Thursday night against South Florida, that ESPN game. That'll be a lot of fun. Night games are always fun uh, under the lights. It's just a little bit different, something about it, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. And we'll be, uh, I think it's a blackout game. Maybe we'll see the black jerseys Ooh, on I'm Thursday excited. night, I'm perhaps. Excited. I hope so. DJ, uh, thanks for joining us today, man. Hope you uh, you rest up, heal up, and uh, have a good week during the bye week. And we'll talk to you again next week as uh, we get ready for those Houston Cougars. Thank you so much for having me. CJ Johnson joins us, former Conley star. Let's start there, CJ, your recruitment to, to East Carolina. We around here knew about you and heard your name before a lot of folks did, but then everybody starts to hear about you. So was East Carolina on you earlier than everybody else? Uh, actually, I mean, they were kind of on me, but they were, like it was always like I kind of like knew they were there because like they didn't they didn't offer me until like later um, in the recruitment process. But like they, I always stayed in touch with them. I always like I always knew that like I had that. So yeah, yeah. Who else was uh, coming after you hard? Schools um, in the triangle, right? Virginia Tech was coming at me hard. Uh, UNC. Um, I remember you posted pictures from Virginia Tech and you on your Twitter page back then. Yeah, I did. And um, I'm trying to think. It was so long ago. Uh, <laughs> You're like an old man now. Yeah. Um, either way, you ended up here. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, either way, I ended up here. So. Uh, CJ, tough one, man, uh, in Orlando. And then we've, we've talked about it at nauseum at this point. But a game that you kind of feel like, hey, we should have won this one. We, we got this one. Holt Naylor said, you know, the better team on the field didn't win that night. You guys were the better team on the field. What, what's, you know, what goes through your mind on a, a tough loss like that where you go on the road, you got a shot, but uh, they get it done there at the end? I mean, that, that definitely stings a little bit, just knowing that we were one possession away from winning like a hard-fought game. But I most definitely think we won the point of contact up front. So we, we hear what Coach Mike Houston says, you know, after the game to the media. But what, what about what he's told you guys, you know, in the locker room? What are, what are his thirst, first thoughts to y'all after a game like that? We got to go get back in the lab. He, I mean, he congratulated us on, like, the effort that we played with and the grit that we played with. But like he said, just the process. He also said something he said, if we didn't win that game because we weren't meant to win that game. It was it was just showing us that we still have areas to improve in and we're not there yet. So I just see it as a humbling event. 
We talked to uh, Ehlers about the play where, looking back on it, he says he should have taken off and ran and probably could have scored a touchdown. Instead, he throws it to you, and you make a nice catch on it. You just ran out of room. The ball took you out of bounds. But I'm sure you recall that play. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that ball is a foot to the left. You probably get your feet in for a touchdown there. I mean, it's, it's all it's all types of um... – it's all types of things. It's not just his fault. Maybe, like, if I maybe would have stuck the route a little bit better and maybe, like, I was open earlier. So, I mean, it's different factors that factor into it. Into and that's how route. close it is, right? Yeah. Like, it's a matter of the inches and yeah. seconds yeah. away. And, and it come to, uh, a game like that is so close. One play like that goes the other way. It completely changes the potential outcome of that game. Yes, sir. Like, if you count, if you put that touchdown on a scoreboard, it's game over whether they scored it then or not. Yeah. Now a, a bye week, CJ. So, uh, and you mentioned this earlier, Troy. The the schedule a little bit different for you guys today. I saw you had a, a guest speaker come in. Uh, uh, so you're doing yeah. a few different things here during who the bye week. Who, who came and talked to uh, you? Shep. Shep came in and um, he had he was uh, um, a really good influence. He had a, he had really good things to say. I think it was CL Shepherd, but he goes yeah. by Shep, right? Yeah, he and. Goes uh, Shep. So a, uh, you had a speaker today. Is the rest of the schedule, the practice schedule this week, normal for you? Is it a little bit different? Well, um, tomorrow we go in the morning again. Uh, it's not it's not as early as we went this morning, but um, and then Wednesday we're back on regular schedule because we're back in school. How much are you looking ahead to Houston this week? Or do you save that for next week and focus on yourselves? What, what, when do you start getting ready for the Cougars? Uh, we, um, we've we've already started watching film on them um, a little bit, not not too much, just because we want to use this week to develop ourselves and uh, go one and zero against ourselves. Because um, Coach Big John told us if we can if we can go one and zero this week, then that's a big step forward because that's like a big step in your development and stuff. C.J. Johnson joins us inside the Players' Lounge. Uh, C.J., halfway through the season, when, when, when you guys practice now, what are you guys specifically – you know, this is different from preseason camp where they're putting all the installs in and you're kind of trying to learn everything um, of, or fine-tune things. What are you guys – now halfway through, uh, when you guys do practice, what are, you, what are the specific points of focus now? The specific points is – just effort and flying around like coach looks out for us he saves our legs a little bit some days he um he'll cut a couple periods out of practice um but it's just it's just mostly effort and playing fast we everything everything we do during fall camp we execute maybe just like you know cutting the playbook in half but either way we're still going over those plays and executing those at high speed. So. Are there new plays constantly being put in, or is it just trying to fine-tune the plays that are already there? Oh, man. This is, <laughs> um, right now, we have, like, every week we have, like, almost a new playbook, it seems like. But it's really only a, um, it's just disguising what we do in different ways and running the same stuff, but in different ways. CJ, as a player, you go out, and I'm sure your entire football career, you've gone out to a game thinking, I'm going to win this game. You know, we're going to win this game. Realistically, that has been difficult the last few years for East Carolina. But now you're in these games, and legitimately, you can win every single game. So the mindset probably hadn't changed for you, but do you feel different going out on the field this year as opposed to like two years ago? I mean, I've I've had the same passion for the game that I've always had. I'm want to be a winner but I, de- I definitely think the environment around me has now developed that passion and like like we know we know we can play with these teams and like we're going to play like we can play with these teams it just takes a couple more 
tweaked to get uh, to win big games like that. Talking to C.J. Johnson, uh, getting ready for uh, a bye week this week. So we uh, asked Holden, I asked D.J. earlier uh, Saturday. Look, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't have to be here all day for pregame and postgame. I'm gonna watch football all day. You don't want to get one in just to keep fresh. Nah, I don't need any more reps. I'm gonna stay uh, home and watch we're, football. We're gonna all give day. clips Saturday off too. Appreciate that, C.J. Uh, how about you? Are you gonna get away from football Saturday? Or are you gonna be watching uh, games all day? Oh, I'm most definitely gonna be watching games all day. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> most likely, he's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I noticed uh, this is kind of rare. Seems like Troy, but uh, Houston and ECU off this week, so there's no Houston yeah. game oh, to yeah. watch. Yeah. So uh, you'll be checking in on other games. Yeah. You don't get an opportunity to do that much. Not, so. not much at all. Not college or NFL because on Sundays we got Sunday practice. Yeah. So. When you flip it around, would you rather see teams coming up on the schedule or teams that we've already played to see what they're doing? I'd rather watch teams coming up on the schedule. We kind of scout them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, next on the home docket, CJ, Thursday nighter, ESPN at home. That gets uh, You're fired up for every game, but that gets uh, yeah. the, the juices going, right? Oh, yeah. You love a Thursday night primetime game because all eyes on you. That's, uh, that's ESPN coming up next home game. And what's the last time we've had a primetime ESPN flagship game club? Was it Temple? Temple, oh. yeah. My was Cincinnati game. that year you had a huge game? Was that a Thursday night? I think it was. I, I can't remember. Not ESPN 2, but ESPN. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I think Tom the last one was Temple. All right. You're probably right. The My one where the uh, did the lights cut off in that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. 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 the lights cut right. off. Seems like something like that happens every time we're on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not this. That's year. right. Wow. It was towards the end of the game. Yeah. And the lights like, turned I, I off. Think it was it was like, I think it was like right at halftime. It was like right after halftime. I believe it was a fuse blown situation. Yeah, that was a weird yeah. deal. So kept us here later into the night. Thanks for that. <laughs> All right, uh, CJ. Thanks for hanging out, man. Oh yeah, Enjoyed no problem. Enjoy always. your uh, open day. Yeah. Weekend. Yeah. So get Will some football do. in. Yes, sir. <laughs> Starting quarterback of the Pirates, Holden Naylor, joins us on the Fixed NC Live line as he joins us in the Players' Lounge on this Monday. Holden, how you doing, man? Doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate your time. As always, Holden, and, uh, and one that you feel like you could have got there in Orlando on Saturday night. Uh, what's the, the feeling of a team after you lose a game where you're, you're in the lead, you got a shot to win it at the end, but uh, they come out on top. So, got to imagine uh, a lot of frustration for the guys uh, there late Saturday night. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that, that we, we were the best team on the field, we feel like, Saturday, and we just felt like we just couldn't get it done when it came down to the late into the fourth quarter, and it's, it's a lot of. I mean, the defense gave it gave us a shot to win it, and the offense just didn't produce there in the red zone um, a couple of times there. So, um, just got to learn from it. Um, you know, during the bye week, there's a lot of things you can look at. You know, kind of from the first half of the season and learn from and get better from. But you know, the good thing is we still got a a lot of football ahead of us that we can just learn from it and uh, and just keep going from there. Holding this is Troy. The game kind of reminded me of the South Carolina game. Just a couple plays here or there go the other way, and East Carolina wins that game. Uh, and I know you probably feel the same, that it, it was a very small margin of victory by UCF. Cliff and I were talking earlier about the last play. At what point, you know, I thought it would have been sweet justice to get a Hail Mary on those guys and kind of pay them back for 10 years ago what they did to the Pirates. How close do you have to be to be able to, like, launch it? I know that wasn't the play that was called, but uh, where, as far as your arm strength, where does the ball need to be to be able to go ahead and launch it as a Hail Mary? Because I know you guys have practiced that before uh, in practice. Yeah, I mean, I think anywhere from the 50 and out um, is probably more realistic, not only just for arm strength-wise. I can probably get it there further than that, but you got you to think, you know, time. Um, you know, they're going to blitz on that. you got to get the receivers to get down there. So 
really from the 50 and in. I um, mean, there was before the timeout, there were six seconds left, and we were going to throw an hour out to Sneed, get out of bounds, but somehow there's miscommunication with the refs, and there ended up being they took three seconds off the clock, so we didn't have enough time to, to do that and then throw the hell mary, like you said. So we had to go to one of our other, um, you know, last last chance plays type things, but. I mean, those three seconds could have been huge. And like you said, I mean, anytime you get a Hail Mary and it's a 50-50 ball, I mean, there's tons of things that can happen in that moment. So I wish we could have got that opportunity, but, you know, that's just kind of how it lies. Holden, take us back to the play. You guys were in the red zone. It looked like there was an opportunity for you to potentially run it in. I want to see what you saw from your perspective. I believe you ended up throwing it to C.J. Johnson. Um, C.J. But what? So take us through that play as far as what you saw through your eyes and what was called. Yeah, so, I mean, the play, um, first of all, I should have ran the ball. I mean, I should have ran it for a touchdown there, and, and all I can do now is learn from it. I mean, looking back at it, and I mean, I knew it as soon as I threw the ball, I should have ran it. But um, the play was called to go to Rajay. Um, it was a one-on-one with him and the backer, and the backer played him good. So I got forced to the right, rolled right, um, saw CJ in the corner of the end zone, and, you know, him, I mean, he catches pretty much everything towards his body, so I figured I'd give him a chance. But looking back at it, yeah, I mean, I should have ran towards that pylon, and, at least make the first down, if not a touchdown there. So, um, like I said, it's got to learn from it. Um, learn to use my legs when the opportunity presents itself, and that's something that I'm going to do the second half of the season. So you guys, do, you do have a green light and opportunities like that when it's uh, available to be able to take it through the run, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yes, sir. Holden, uh, what's the, the focus for you? We'll start individually and then go to the team. But what do you want to do? What do you want to get accomplished this bye week here at the Chef? Yeah, I would just say, I mean, just be more consistent. Um, you know, I've had times where I've been really good, and I've had times where I've not been so good this year. And that's just, I mean, that's part of football. That's part of the game and playing good opponents. But at the same time, you know, I mean, if you're good enough and you study enough, then we'll be fine. So, I mean, just be more consistent. You know, get the ball out to these guys that can make plays like they've shown that they can and get them the ball as much as possible, as frequently as possible. So just getting through the reads cleaner, um, you know, getting the right ID mic, getting the right mic ID, excuse me, um, just little things like that um, to get ready for the second half. Holden, uh, as we talk to you live now, the, today was normally a day off for you guys. I talked to a lot of the guys, and they were jammed up because they said it felt like being back in camp. Of course, he's using fall break right now. So I think the coaches used this as an opportunity to have a full day with you guys. You had practice earlier. You got a lot of team events. Take us through what happened today, what's going on the rest of the week, and I assume you're going to get a couple days off, hopefully, for the weekend with the open date. Yeah, it did. You know, without school today, it kind of did feel like camp, at least for the early part of the morning throughout the mid-afternoon there. But, I mean, we woke up. We had, um, I mean, any therapy you have, anytime during the season, you're going to have bumps and bruises. So we had uh, PT at 7 a.m., um, team meeting at 8 a, or team lift at 8 a.m., and then team meeting at 9, 9 a.m., ready for practice and practice after that. And then a couple other meetings after that. So I think we got out of there around 2 today, which, isn't too bad. Um, we usually practice, we usually team meet around too, so it's a little bit different from practicing in the afternoon. I think the schedule will be like that until fall break ends, and then they will just kind of kick back into normal schedule until I think Friday and Saturday we will have all um, to kind of lay back and relax a little bit, enjoy this bye week, watch some football, and get ready for Houston. Hey, you guys have a team dinner tonight too, which uh, will be good. Get everybody together, at least off the field together. Uh, midpoint of the season you know six games in six games to go the team's three and three right now big picture still a ton to play for as i said earlier it's still a tremendous opportunity to get this team to postseason it is i mean like i said you know going into the season we always we all talked about getting to a bowl game and what this 
senior class really wanted to do, and that's the main thing is we just want to get to a bowl game and get six and we're in. Um, and we we still have a lot of that in front of us. Um, we know that it's going to be a, a tough slate to do that, but, I mean, it's still there, and it's, it's very much there, and the goal's still there, and we, we talk about it every day. Um, so, I mean, we believe in this team. We believe that this is the team that can do it, and these are the guys that can do it, and that's going to be our goal. And that's we're still talking about this week, even during the bye week, is, you know, we're halfway there. The goal is to get six wins. We're already halfway there with three wins. But we think we can get more than three wins. But, you know, you just got to take it one week at a time and see how it plays out. What do you plan on doing this weekend? You know, it's it's all football all the time for you, Holton. Uh, you finally get a couple of days off Friday and Saturday. Is it uh, like us? You still watch football even when you have some time off? Or do you get away from it and do something different? Yeah, I'll probably wake up, and, you know, like I was when a little kid, watch college game day because we don't really get an opportunity to do any of that much during the season and then probably just watch football all day to be honest with you um i wish i'd do something different but i like football too much speaking of game day you got a shout out on saturday from reese davis holton uh, of course he did call you holton ollers uh are you tired of hearing ollers and ayers and, and all those other names other than aylers shoot my family probably is more than me i don't really <laughs> i knew my brother texted me or someone one of my roommates or someone texted me said they did it but i didn't even know he said anything different so <laughs> That's my first time hearing that, but no, my family's probably more annoyed of it more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Happens uh, quite often, uh, unfortunately, but uh, people certainly know your name, and uh, good luck the uh, the rest of the way, Holden. And I do, I do want to ask, too, you know, you said you had PT earlier today. How are you doing physically halfway through the season? Because you have to, you know, that UCF defense was pretty tough, and uh, I know they had some of their um starters that might have been off on on offense but their defense looked really tough to me from your perspective uh, would you agree i guess no yeah they were good you know those front four were as good um as as in this league as talented as in this league as we'll face really um you know cincinnati's got a really good front and then houston's got a really good front too but i mean those are the top three really talent wise on that defense alliance i mean they had some dudes up there that can probably play i mean one of them came from auburn i mean they can play anywhere but I um, mean, yeah, I thought their line blocked them well. Um, and physically, I mean, anytime, like I said, during the season, you're going to have bumps and bruises. But for the main, for the most part, I'm I'm good. And, you know, main, main thing's the main thing, and that's just to get ready for the next game. That's what I'm doing. Well, good luck, and we'll talk with you again next week in the Players' Lounge. I hope you enjoy your off weekend and uh, get some much-needed rest and relaxation, Holden, and uh, we'll talk with you again soon. For sure. Thanks for having me, guys. And that's another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players' Lounge Edition. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store or Spotify. You can visit our website at PR927FM.com. And you can also follow us on social media at PR927FM on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at free. PR927FM, and you can keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 